Kia ora e te whānau, nau mai hoki mai ki Māori Malene. Ko te kaukira Boynton tōku ingoa, heri tēnei no Ngāti Kahunganu, ngai tūhoi te whakatohia hoki. Wow, it's been a week, it's been busy, it's been heavy, it's been a lot of mahi to do and non-stop. I went up to Whangarei to do a talk on how to build wealth, generational wealth and kaupapa like that. I turned 19 this week. Um, It's been a busy week. I've had some assignments due, um, lots of lectures to watch and so much going on. But in all honesty, it's been busy doing things that I love. And I love spending time with Fano, and I love speaking at Kopapa, um, talking with other Māori and inspiring Māori and having kōrero about pūtia and growing generational wealth. These are the things I love and I've turned a 19 and had this kind of epiphany that everything everyone tells us to do, it doesn't really matter and what I mean by that is that when I'm told that you know I should just stick out my degree even though I'm not really passionate about it that I need to just stick it out because that's what's going to make me successful and that's what's going to make me look good but for who to them because at the moment I'm not even able to um do everything I want to do in my own life because I'm busy doing this degree that I don't actually really care about I love I love law and I love the idea of it but it doesn't inspire me like finance does finance is just so much more exciting to me and I love working in a law firm I currently work in uh, a law firm called NL Lawyers Barristers and Solicitors and and we do a lot of Waitangi Tribunal claims, which is my favourite. I love it. I love Waitangi Tribunal claims because it provides impact for Māori. We are able to discuss in a legal framework um, the impacts of the Crown not actually acting um, as good treaty partners and we're able to out them for the mistakes that they've made and the issues that they they have and one of the most recent um questions that was raised by one of the lawyers in my firm was that um when we get a grant when when we've made an application for legal aid we're told that one until the Whiting tribunal is able to accept their claim that um, we must do as little work as possible on that file until legal aid is granted. But that directly is in conflict with the lawyer's code of contact, which is not to work um, minimally on each file before aid is granted. It's to represent your clients to the best of your ability. And so I love mahi like this, working in the Waitangi Tribunal, it's exciting and working on anything that actually impacts Māori and that impacts whānau and actually helps indigenous communities because we start off life uh, 10 steps behind our non-indigenous counterparts and 
anything we're able to do to help indigenous communities is better for everyone. It's righting wrongs that we didn't even wrong. But studying law, it's not my vibe. (laughs) I love doing mahi. I'm sick of waiting to be able to do the mahi, waiting till I'm qualified, waiting till, you know, all this other stuff. Like, why can't we just do it now? Why do we have to wait? I love Māori Millionaire and I love that I'm able to help communities actually learn about finance and learn a topic that they've probably never been introduced to before because it's not taught in kura and if our whānau aren't teaching it then we don't learn it and there are Māori who live their whole lives without actually learning how to manage their pūtia and for generations this is affecting us. It is generational poverty as opposed to generational wealth. And so what I want to do is to decrease how much uni I'm doing and do two papers a semester next year and do Māori Millionaire full-time because this is the kaupapa that I love. And I'm not saying I don't love law because I love studying law and I love that. But I think my law degree is going to take a little bit longer than it should. Um, But should by who? By whose um, idea of what something should be. I want to focus more on Māori Millionaire and put the effort in and grow this community into something amazing so that we can all learn about Pūtia. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about my whakaro around who to get advice from. This is a crazy whakaro because I'm given advice all the time by people who don't even know me, by people who do know me, by people who think they know me but don't actually know me. And their advice is to stick out my law degree and to, you know, do this because this is what's going to make me successful. But what if I don't want to? What if I'm sick of listening to people's advice? Because at the end of the day, people don't know you as much as you know yourself. What I know about myself is that what I value and what is important to me is king or queen, whatever you want to call it. But what's important to me needs to be at the forefront and when it's not, I do silly things. (laughs) I remember when I was at school, when I was at school and I went to Pākehā schools um, that didn't treat me like an adequate student who thought that because I was Māori I wasn't smart and I was stupid and I didn't deserve attention um, from the teachers and it was during times like this that I started to misbehave. If my fire isn't ignited and when I'm not feeling fulfilled my mind veers off and does things that aren't actually me. So when I was younger and I wasn't fulfilled in school and I wasn't actually learning what was at my level, I started misbehaving, answering back to teachers and getting kicked out of class and things like that. But all of these things are preventable by me being fulfilled. And at the moment, by a law degree that is just a drag, it isn't fulfilling. And you might say that I should just, you know, push through it in order to graduate, but... I'm happy doing Māori Millionaire. This is what makes me happy. And being able to contribute to my Māori is what makes me happy. So that's what I'm going to do. And if people have other ideas, then heia hatera. Because at the end of the day, 
the only person who's going to be by your side until the end is yourself. So we need to listen to ourselves. I have some exciting new kind of learnings. And I learned this from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And it's an exciting little step-by-step guide on how to manifest wealth. Which is something so exciting because I think the idea of manifesting wealth itself is something that I don't agree with. You can't just think something and it become true. But in this book it's kind of challenging my ideas about what we can actually do. And one of the quotes that it used was... Quote, one of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. And the method by which we desire becoming rich can be transmuted into its financial equivalent. And so they have six steps that we can take to become wealthy. The first one is fix in your mind exactly how much money you desire. So, do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want to be a billionaire? Do you want to be a multi-billionaire? How much money do you want? The second step is to determine exactly what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. So, are you willing to die for this? Are you willing to cry? Sweat? Bleed? What are you willing to do? In my personal situation, I am willing to do as... Do what it takes to become a millionaire um, in my early 20s, so long as that I am happy and um, healthy and able to spend time with whānau, able to um, contribute to society. Number three, establish a definite date when you intend to possess the money you desire. I want to be a millionaire by age 21 and it's ambitious and it gives me two years. Um, and it may not happen, but that's when I want to be a millionaire by. And, yeah. (laughs) Number four is create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin it once, whether you're ready or not. Put this plan into action. So, am I ready to start hustling? I am. And I'm ready to give it my all. Number five, write out a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire. Name the time limits for its acquisition. State what you're willing to give in return. Describe the plan through which you intend to accumulate it. And then read this. This is number six. Read this plan morning and night as you read it, see it, and pretend it's exactly there. I carried on reading this book and the next Fakaro I kind of brought up was that every great leader from the dawn of civilization down to present to the present was a dreamer and if you do not see great riches in your imagination you'll never see them in your bank balance and so this is really incredible because Māori historically were visionaries and I think a lot of us still are. I, for one, have always had humongous dreams. They've always been crazy and outrageous. But it's just how I I was made. And this is what I do now. (laughs) But this was the next one. Imagine yourself successful. Reflect on your past successes. And self-define your goals. And then respond positively to life. 
Our only goals are those we set up in our own minds. Every adversity begins with it, the seed of an equivalent advantage. Did you get that one? (laughs) Because I didn't for a while. Every adversity brings with it the seed of an equivalent advantage. So what it's saying is that when bad things happen, it's an opportunity to grow. And so perhaps, I think this is quite similar to those ideas of people who grow up on the wrong side of the tracks but manage to overcome it and become great people. And I think that is it. They grew up with adversity, um, but with that they used it as a seed to become an advantage so they used something that most wouldn't and became great through it and I thought that was really cool and I'm going to use that in my life now and moving forward so as of today I'm 19 years old my net worth is still around twenty thousand dollars um but it will be going up soon I'm drew some invoices from a few different organizations um but at the moment I'm 19 years old with a net worth of $20,000 and I want to be a millionaire in the next two years like when I'm 21 I want to be a millionaire (laughs) I don't know if it's going to happen and I don't know if it's being crazy but I want to be a millionaire and so I'm going to continue to give to this kaupapa of Māori millionaire and continue to Um, drive traffic to it and create a community where we can all become millionaires because I want us all to be Māori millionaires because this is what's going to help change Te Ao Māori. We're going to be able to give our children great education and great health support and resources and warm whare and kai to feed them um, if we have pūtia because there should be no more tamariki starving. There should be no more kids going to school um, hungry, there should be no more um, Māori at the dairies picking up butts off the off the car park there should be no more um, Māori stabbing the security guards at Kmart, there should be no more murders happening down the road and in Aotearoa our population is only like 4 or 5 million people why do we have so many homeless people and so We have to do something to change it and I want to make a dent. Um, So if you want to join me to help make a dent in this epidemic of poverty, pandemic of poverty, I don't even know the difference, then follow me on Instagram at multimillionaire underscore and let's create a community where we embrace our adversities and use them as advantages and grow a community because that's what we do best grow a community of like-minded individuals that want to do better for themselves and for their whanau for their tamariki and for their kaumatua so let's do this whanau we have the resources because we have the community so let's do this